Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Are you in a crazy-making relationship? Feel anxious, angry, and unsafe? Welcome to Save Your Sanity. Insight, skills, strategies, and inspiration for emerging empowered from toxic relationships and breaking the bonds of emotional abuse. Keep listening. We'll figure a few things out. Hello. Welcome to Save Your Sanity. I want to help you stop kidding yourself today. And it's not a judgment. It's a step in the right direction. I want you to look at whether you're kidding yourself that you honestly believe there's something you can do that will make a hijackal that you already know is a hijackal because you've been listening to me for quite a while change, do differently for the sustainable future. Because you can use so much of your time, so much of your energy, making yourself wrong. They'll happily help with that. They're happy to make you wrong. And then you adopt it and you make yourself wrong. You make yourself into a doormat or a pretzel. And you honestly believe that you can do something that will make them finally be secure enough to enter into an equal, reciprocal, and mutual relationship with you. And I really want you to stop thinking that's possible. Now, you've heard me say in the last few episodes that I was interviewed recently and someone asked me, what's the most difficult thing to have someone believe when they come to work with you? What's the most difficult thing to have them believe? Well, the most difficult thing is to get them to believe that there really are humans who behave the way hijackals do. They have the patterns, they have the traits, they have the cycles, and they repeat them. And they really show you who they are, and they're not changing. But when you're a healthier human, and you know I divide the world into healthier humans and hijackal humans, when you're a healthier human, you are used to thinking that. Like, if there's something I can do to make things better, I will find the magic formula, and I will do that. And in most cases, when you're dealing with other healthier humans, that works. That makes sense. That's a good strategy. That's a great way to look at it. It's full of possibilities. And self-help books are all about that. See the possibilities. See the positive. Go the extra mile. But remember, all of those books are not written for when you're dealing with people like hijackals. And if you haven't heard my trademark term hijackals, I created it so we wouldn't bother diagnosing people, especially people who do not have the credentials to diagnose them. But we would be able to talk about them because they share patterns, traits, and cycles. And a hijackal is a person who hijacks a relationship for their own needs and purposes and then relentlessly scavenges that relationship for power, status, and control. Now, do you honestly think that a person who is a relentless scavenger of a relationship is going to stop? No, they're not. 
They are born to scavenge. They are born to prey on you. They are born to have power over you. And maybe not born in the sense that they're they're born like that, but they are made into people who think, feel, process in that way. And you weren't there and you didn't have anything to do with it. You did not create this human, right? You didn't break them. You can't fix them. You did not hurt them. And it is not your responsibility to fix what other people hurt. It's very difficult. Now, if two healthier humans come together, they can help each other. But when a healthier human and a hijackal human come together, the healthier human is going to do all the work and the hijackal is going to do all the taking. So you give, 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 and give in, and the hijackal takes, 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 and demands more. Does that sound familiar? Because that's pretty much the way it runs. It can be subtle. It can be passive. It can be aggressive. It can be overt. It can be covert. It can be demanding, all kinds of varieties. But the equation is still the same. You give, 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 and give in, and they take, 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 and take more. And you're exhausted. And then they blame you for being exhausted. What's wrong with you? Don't you care? Don't you love? And those are the wake-up calls. Those are the moments when you need to rip those rose-colored glasses off your face and smash them forever because you can't see red flags when you're wearing rose-colored glasses. I know, it's nasty. Those rose-colored glasses make life look so much better. But again, all of those wonderful things that are written about possibilities are not taking into consideration a hijackle. Can you really get that? I mean, in my early in my career, I wrote books that were about personal development and about, I even wrote a book called Optimize Your Day, Practical Wisdom for Daily Living. Did I write about hijackals in there? No, it was general. Now I look back on it. I think I wrote that book in 1998. Um, I would say this is a book for healthier humans not people who are with hijackal humans. Because don't you have that feeling when you're scrolling through Facebook, looking at memes, maybe looking for inspiration, and then you read something and you think, well, that might be okay for other people, but not the person I'm with? That's the moment you know things are different. Whatever that meme was written was written for healthier humans, not for those people with hijackal humans. And that's why it seems so incredibly demanding or incredibly demeaning. And so it's good to see those things. It's good to see them in the cold light of day because if you have been chasing the dream that you can be the person who swoops in, rescues, saves, fixes um, somebody's life, and that somebody is a hijackal human, you're being taken for a long ride. And they will take you for everything. They will leave you emotionally bereft, physically bereft, maybe even injured, financially bereft, spiritually depleted. And that's their game because take, 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 and take more. 
So I really want to help you in this episode realize that you have to stop kidding yourself that they are going to change, that they are going to get better. Yeah, sure, they'll all do it for a hot minute because they're so lazy. They're so emotionally lazy that once they've got you, they will rise to the occasion because they're too lazy to go get somebody else. Meanwhile, they're grooming other people all the time. You know, I was relaying it to somebody the other day about this emotional laziness and saying, you know, one thing hijackles know for sure is the marketing wisdom that says it's much easier to sell to a former customer than it is to acquire a new one. And that's what hijackles do. That's why they hoover. That's why they all instantly seem to change. That's why they'll come back. That's why they won't let you go because it's easier to sell to a previous customer than to acquire a new one. And that's why when I'm working with people, I am always saying they're not going to go quietly. They are not going to go quietly. And if you want to work with me, please take advantage of the one-time new client offer, one hour for only $97 at beaclient.com. Beaclient.com. Because every situation is different, and I can help you view yours and see what the next best steps are for you. So when we realize that I'm going to have a little sit down, I'm going to have a nice cup of herbal tea, and I'm going to get real. Am I kidding myself that this person is going to go back to being the love bomber they were at the beginning of the relationship when I believed I had died and gone to heaven? This is the perfect person I'd waited for. They were patient. They were kind. They were attentive. They remembered what I liked. They did lovely things. I barely mentioned that my favorite color was yellow, and I had a bouquet of yellow roses. You're like, oh, so wonderful. And then you look back on that and where you are now. What happened? Well, what happened is I named a chapter in, in Escaping the Hijackle book um, about it, Escaping the Hijackle Trap. It's the gotcha factor. Once they gotcha, once they have pulled you in, once they have got you to agree to share finances, share a home, share a dream, share a vision, share a bank account, they don't care anymore because they got you. And then it continues to get worse in most cases. Then you really see. Or as um, I was watching Divorce Court the other day with Star Jones, and as she says, for the first 18 months, you're really dating their agent, their PR agent. You're not really dating the talent. The talent shows up later, and it might be lousy. My word's not hers. But that's what happens with a hijackle, right? You may They're putting on their best friend, as we all do, and they, they know what to do. And they also have developed some kind of efficiency um, equation, like how do I have to pour it on in the beginning to have to spend the least time pouring it on before I get them, and then I can relax and be me. I know. It's horrible to think there are people who behave like that. Stop kidding yourself. They behave like that. They do. And that's so important. Because unless you stop kidding yourself, 
narcissists behave badly and they get worse. And it's important that you don't lose sight of that. Even if they make a little change, how long does it sustain? How long will it be before they have slipped back into their old selfish ways? Usually not long. So it's important for you to see that it's not about you. They behave badly anyway with anybody they are in a romantic relationship with. And you might say, what they, everybody thinks they're wonderful. All my friends think, oh, you have such an attentive, wonderful partner. And inside you're going, uh, not in my house, but out here it looks like that. You know, it's all a sham. It's all a show. And you may have even given up trying to do anything but say, oh, yeah, it's wonderful. Because it's such a gap. There's so much cognitive dissonance between my partner is wonderful when, if in other people's eyes and the person that you really know. Or your mother. You know, I had a hijackle mother, as many of you know, having been with me for a while. And my friends, they wouldn't stay at my house. They just wouldn't. They were petrified of her. And you can have that kind of thing go on in your life. And you have to recognize it's isolating. If you have a hijackal partner, they might even hit on your friends. And that wouldn't be surprising or endeavor to seduce your, your partner. Or they might be dropping triangulated things on them and try to poison the water, right, about you. They'll do things like that. Hijackles do that. Hijackles compete with you. They're always in competition with you. Just like they're in competition with their same-sex children. They're in competition with you because they have to win. Right? And so when you stop, start seeing that that's the case, then you can start seeing what really is happening and you can stop expecting them to behave better on a regular basis. It's absolutely key because the patterns are the same. They're going to be selfish. They're going to be self-centered. They're going to be self-absorbed. They're going to be blaming. They're going to be shaming. They're going to be manipulating. They may lie. They may omit many pieces of the narrative. They may blame shift. It's really their fault, but they shifted on you. They may change, try to change the narrative from what actually happened to what sounds better and they wish it happened. Or they'll tell you that your comprehension or memory of a story is ridiculous because theirs is the truth and yours is nowhere near the truth. And after a while, you can get torn down, worn down, and put down to the place where you just say, Whatever, whatever, anything to keep the peace, I am too exhausted to actually speak up. It doesn't do any good anymore anyway. And that's why if we're working together, I can help you with all those things because it's exhausting. But never forget the patterns are there. Remember the patterns. 
you know, I've done over 600 videos. So all the patterns are available for you to see. If you think about something, just put it in the search bar on my YouTube channel and it'll come up or search through the podcast and you'll find it there. Or if you want to be even closer, you can become a member of my Emerging Empowered Community at joinintoday.com. In part of my community, you can join in three times a month for a group Ask Me Anything call, and we talk for an hour three times a month. Great value there. You can ask your questions. So if you need ongoing support, go to joinintoday.com. If you want to work with me privately, go to beaclient.com. But know that you need to be reminding yourself of the patterns so that you are not blindsided by their repetition, but also you don't think that because they've gone a bit underground that they're not there anymore because that would help you fool yourself. So patterns, traits, hijackals are the people who put themselves first. They're often very entitled. They think you should kowtow to everything they want. And what? Do you have needs or wants? What's wrong with you? Are you weak? I, I didn't get into this relationship to have to take care of your feelings. You know, they can be nasty. And when they're nasty, because you've just smashed your rose-colored glasses, I hope you see that clearly, that they're delighted that you're not looking for red flags anymore. They've worn you down to the point of exhaustion. And now you don't expect them to be different and they can do whatever they want. But where's your feeling of empowerment? How are you lifting yourself out? Yes, even if you're so exhausted, you can barely lift an eyebrow. I really want to encourage you to stop fooling yourself. Stop kidding yourself that they are going to be different. They are not. In fact, if they are going to be different, it's just going to be because they got worse. You might not want to hear that. I get it totally. But doesn't alter the facts. That's what they're going to do. Are you willing to be in the same place you are right now, five years from now, because you didn't stop kidding yourself that they were going through something. They were having a difficult childhood. They were going through a difficult moment. They were under stress. They didn't feel well. If they'd had a different childhood, they would do differently. Or do you want to say, I want another five years of my life going in that direction. I want to take it back. I want five years for me, not given away to someone who's take, 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 and take more. To relate to that, you feel that, that desire that they have to just rob you. And that's what they're doing, really, because there's no equality in it. They are just taking more and more, and they think it is their right, and they think that they have the right to demand it of you. Now, we come by some of these things naturally from our own childhoods. If we had, we were neglected, 
or we weren't really seen or we didn't have a lot of validation or approval, sometimes we'll look for it in all the wrong places. Hijackals know this. So if they can say, oh, but I get you. Oh, I understand. Poor thing. That's terrible. Shouldn't happen to anyone. They're saying all those there, there things. Meanwhile, saying, hmm, this is going to be easy. And that's what they do. Now, not all of them would say that out loud, but they'll act it. And you know what our mantra is around here at Save Your Sanity. Our mantra is A, B, B. Always believe behavior. We don't care what people say. We believe their behavior. Because I honestly think that our behavior is our true belief. We might say the right words, but we will always believe what we truly, behave what we truly believe. And it'll trip you up every time if you're a hijackal and someone's watching you because there will be a shift, a big schism between what you're saying and what you're doing. And if they, you believe what they're doing, then you won't be fooled by what they're saying. But sometimes... We just want to be lured into that, oh, they're promising again. They're promising never to hurt me again. They're promising to be more careful. They're promising to do something I'd like to do. And you think, oh, I've been heard. I've been heard. This is wonderful. And then you're so disappointed when it doesn't turn out to be the truth. Correct? That happens. So basically, we want to have a good look right now while you're listening to this, and say, where do I want to be a year from now? Having the same internal conversation about, oh, poor baby, maybe I can be the savior. Maybe I can be the one who steps in and makes it all the boo-boos go away. Or do you want to be the one who looks after your own boo-boos and is no longer in the relationship? Maybe you're not ready to leave. I'm not saying everybody has to leave right away. But get in the conversation of what's really going on here. And you may have to push yourself because you may be depleted. I understand that completely. It's exhausting. But knowing that, right, knowing that you have choice, that you can affect change on your own behalf and on behalf of your children is really important. And that's what can happen when you actually look in the cold light of day and say, I think I've been kidding myself that it's going to get better. And I have zero evidence in reality that it is getting better or going to get better or ever has gotten better for anything more than a hot minute. Secondarily, if you have children... You're condoning the way the hijackal behaves as a model for your children. Now, I know that sounds huge. And it's not about you're doing something terrible. I'm just pointing out that unless you say no to how the hijackal behaves and you show your children it's a hard no, they may think that's the way you're supposed to behave. 
that's very, very, very difficult for impressionable children who have growing brains to erase that message. Because messages go into the children at different points in their brain growth, and they're never examined, often never, but often not examined until they're 28, 35, 40, some people even later, because we're busy getting on with life. You know, so we have kids, a career and a house and a mortgage and a car and, you know, all kinds of things that keep us busy. And then finally we wake up and say, oh, this isn't going very well. I'm exhausted. I'm getting nothing. Maybe I should have a hard look at this. And then we have to look at all the pieces and realize nothing's changing. I'm offering up everything. I've become a shadow of my former self. I feel like a shadow of my former self. And I don't like it. So we really do have to stop kidding ourselves. These people really do behave badly. Uh, Whether you think of them as people with narcissistic tendencies or other tendencies, hijackals behave badly. And they dismiss you. They demean you. They degrade you. They discount you. It's repeated behavior. So we have the patterns. We have the traits. And then we have the cycles. And if you look at the bigger cycles in your relationship, you may see that you go through discard phases. And we all know about idealization and discard and how we go from you're the most wonderful thing ever to I can't wait to be rid of you. Can do that in a nanosecond. I love you, go away. It's a ploy. You know, a hijackal will have a cycle of Come closer, come closer, come closer. I don't want to lose you. I don't want to lose you. Oh, I got you now. You're a mess. Go away. Come closer, go away. What do you think that creates? It creates a trauma bond. I'll be the one who hurts you. And then when you're really hurt, I will come along and be the only one who's around because I've isolated you. I'll be the only one who comes around and says, oh, I didn't really mean it. And then they'll be your hero. And then we create the trauma bond. You know, the person who hurts you becomes the one who comforts you. The only one you have left to look to. And you get caught in that place. So stop kidding yourself that that's not what's happening. It's not because they madly love you. It's because they have uses for you and you We're seeming to be on the verge of disappearing, and nobody leaves me, boy. That's the way a hijackal feels. How dare you think you have the right to leave me? And then there are the ones who will play the other side of the coin. Everybody leaves me. It's so terrible. Nobody cares. Nobody ever thinks of me. And then that brings out a part of you that is compassionate, And then you go rushing off to say, I'll stay, I'll stay, I'll stay. Stop kidding yourself. It's a cycle. So do you see this? That you can get caught in the hope that things are getting better. You can get caught in the idea that you're going through a phase or a stage 
But when you look at taking the four healthy steps back, and instead of seeing up close and personal, you see the patterns, traits, and cycles, you say, we've been here before. We've been around this merry-go-round so many times. And we repeat it. How many times do I want to give energy to repeating this cycle? Hopefully, you're starting to think maybe that's not a good use of your energy. Do your own work first. Learn this. Recognize everything. Then start asking yourself, how can I heal from the inside out? And what does that look like? in my behavior in the relationship. And I can help you with that if that's what you want. But you need to begin the the process, excuse me, you need to begin the process of being able to see the patterns, traits, and cycles, their repetition, and that that is going to be your life. Now it can get worse. It can be amplified. The pain can be amplified. The discomfort, the dysfunction can be amplified. Why? Because hijackles get worse with age. They do. They become more entitled, more stuck in their patterns, more thinking that everybody should be giving to them. And that happens. But until you're willing to really sit up and smell the herbal tea and know what it is, and recognize that nothing's going to change. It's only going to get worse. If that's the kind of change you're looking for, you can surely count on that. But it's not going to get better, except for the hot minute when they think that you're leaving them. Then they'll straighten up and fly right for a little period of time until they can go, okay, got my partner back. Now I can slowly... Just do what I want. And how many times have you been around that mulberry bush? Probably several. Because when you take those four healthy steps back, you'll see I did it in 2004, 2006, 2008. Oh, surprise, surprise, 2010. We have been around that. That is the pattern of the relationship. So do you want to stay with the blinders on? because it seems to take a lot of energy to whip them off? Are you ready to smash your rose-colored glasses and really see those red flags? I hope so, because until you do that, you're dancing with someone shooting at your feet, and you will always be uncomfortable and exhausted. And I think you want more for yourself than that. And it's available. Yes, it's uncomfortable to do the work and take the steps, but the results are worth it, and so are you. So until we speak again, take very good care of yourself because you're precious and you matter. Talk soon. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some insights, ideas, and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. 
If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with one or five dollars each month, please do so at patreon.com slash save your sanity. Also, learn more about how to work with me via video conference, join my Emerging Empowered community, subscribe to this podcast, find my books, all by visiting EmergingEmpowered.com. Talk soon.